Welcome to These Days at Home podcast. I am Melissa Johns from the blog HarborHome32.com. I invite you to sit down with me and have a cup of coffee as I share encouragement, relatable life stories, and biblical reflections on These Days at Home. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome back to These Days at Home podcast. I hope you are doing well. This was just one of those days in our house. As I walked up the stairs at some point this morning, I had to stop and laugh because, you know, sometimes you have to laugh to keep yourself from crying. <laughs> uh, the teething, our teething twins uh, were screaming in their high chairs. I had two poopy diapers in my hand and my toddler had had three accidents and it wasn't even 9 a.m. yet. And this said toddler was looking something off the floor. What that was, I'm not sure. And I don't know if I want to know. Uh, all these moments, the kinds of things I didn't know I would have to deal with as a mom or a human, really. Someone else's bodily functions. I didn't sign up to be a nurse, but I, all moms are nurses. Really, when you think about it, you nurse your kids in every way. Uh, scrapes when they fall down. When they're sick, you help them get better. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, and all the while needing to correct behavior or train, train up the child in the way they should go. Um, it, it's often exhausting work, but I do remind myself often of what the wise women who have gone before me and raised full fledged, amazing adults have told me that I'm, what I'm doing is important. It won't always be like this and we will see the fruit of our hard work and little kids, little problems, big kids, big kid problems. (laughs) So while all this stuff is like looking, looking things off the floor or wiping noses on the dining room curtains is annoying and so many other things, but it right now it is a little kid problem. I don't know what that big kid problem will be yet because I've never had a teenager or an adult child, but, uh, I know the time will come. And so I am embracing all of this. Um, and I know that, yeah, I know the other times will be coming down the line. So trying to embrace and remember what the good wisdom I've been given, um, instead of, uh, yeah, forgetting it. Um, so anyway, like I said, these, this is one of those days Whenever you, uh, wherever you are, I hope you are doing well and your day is going a lot better than mine. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, now this is episode seven or wait, no, it was episode six. Sorry. Episode six of this podcast. And I thought now would be a great time to introduce an area of conversation. I have, um, I may have on this podcast every once in a while, and that is more ta- physical and tangible tips ideas and skills of, of homemaking. Uh, today I want to share with you 10 things I make to save money. I was joking with some girlfriends about, um, about some of the tough times we are all in. And I said, uh, necessity breeds creativity. It's a funny phrase, um, or common phrase, uh, or in this case, bread making. And it really got me reflecting on all the things that I have taught myself over the last four years and how uh, I'm so glad that I did. 
What started as a necessity to save money for our family and a desire to live a healthy life has now turned into a way of life that I won't turn back from. So to make a long story short, um, I did want to share, I did want to share with you guys my story of, um, how we got into this life of homesteading and, um, just really what's kind of fueled some of my homemaking journeys. Um, I'll try to make it short because it is, I could talk for a long time about it. Maybe I'll make a whole podcast episode about it later, but, um, in 2019, my husband and I got married, and then the fall of 2019, we I was diagnosed with PCOS. It sounds like a big, scary thing, but it's polycystic ovarian syndrome. Basically, it is a hormone imbalance. A lot of women have that. Some don't know that they have it, but a lot of women have it, and it makes it hard to get pregnant, and then also has a lot of other hormone related problems like um, unexplained weight gain, facial hair. Um, fit, massive fatigue, uh, acne, um, gosh, uh, there's other things, but those are the main things that I can think of. Um, some of them, a lot of those were, um, uh, part of my, my story and why I sought some medical help or diagnosis. Anyway, this whole diagnosis really dove me headlong into studying hormone health and hormone balance. Um, in our bodies because there's so many things in our foods and like environmental factors that play a part in our hormones that um, I never knew about. And after making changes, I can see the difference and I'm really, yeah, really amazed by that. So um, some of the, some of the things that I do to um, lead a hormone balanced life, uh, I try to cook as many whole foods as possible. Um, I do avoid dairy. Um, I don't avoid gluten. Um, that's again, another long story. Um, I try to use a lot of natural products when it comes to cosmetics, cleaning products, um, even things like candles, air fresheners, um, the water bottles we use, all that kind of stuff does have some elements of hormone disrupting, um, yeah, compounds in it. And so, um, I've cut a lot of that, those things out uh, to lead a healthier lifestyle, to have more of a balanced, a balanced life. Um, but I had to learn a lot of things along to to do that. So I I've known how to cook, but I once I kind of had this diagnosis, started researching. I had to learn how to cook in a new way, learn how to cook with different. Um, oils, different fats, different kinds of foods, whole foods, not only processed foods. Um, and then I've also learned how to um, make things like sourdough bread. For, I do a lot of fermenting of vegetables and uh, other foods. Um, and there is just, there's so much there. Again, I would love to go into that at another point, but um yeah, it's been about four years. This It was four years this uh, spring. Yeah, four years this spring that um, kind of started all of that. And so uh, now today I look at, I was looking around my kitchen and I saw, um, I saw probably three dozen eggs from our chickens on the counter. Um, my sourdough starter rising, kombucha fermenting, and the fridge 
it's full of jar after jar of homemade sauces and condiments and meals. And I had this sudden comfort come over me that even if things go sideways for us, thing, these skills and lifestyles that we now lead will serve us well, um, serve us so well, we will be okay. I can make much out of little and I'm so grateful I took the time to do so. So as I said, I want to share with you 10 things I do to save money or things I make rather to save money. Uh, one is bread products. Um, even if you don't want to get into the sourdough world, if you just uh, use active dry, you know, dry active yeast, um, you can make so many things. There's a million recipes out on the blog, the blogospheres. Um, you can make just about anything. I, with my sourdough starter, I make things like, uh, bread, English muffins, biscuits, cinnamon rolls, um, tortillas, pancakes, pizza crusts. Those are some of the big ones. Um, you can even like hot dog buns, hamburger buns. I'm still perfecting those kinds of recipes for some reason. I always just get them way too dense and they're just too much to eat with a, with a hamburger or hot dog. But anyway, that bread and bread products are something I'm committed to buying or uh, making for our family. It saves a lot of money because we eat a lot of bread or bread products. Um, also soaps, uh, lotions, um, condiments like mayo and ketchup. Um, those are very easy to make as well. And if you use them a lot, they will save you money. Mayo is very cheap, but for the health, the the kind of ingredients that are in it, it's so much better to make, make your own. And then you only make what you need. You don't have this like massive jar sitting in your fridge for months on end. Um, I'll go back to the soaps and lotions. So, uh, soaps, um, there's this thing called a, a Castile soap and it is a very like neutral, healthy, all purpose soap that you can use in just about or for just about anything. I use, I've used it to, uh, wash our dishes. Like it's a dish soap. I've made a dish soap before a facial soap, um, body wash. Um, I've also used it to make it like a general all-purpose cleaner for like washing the floors or the countertops or something like that. Um, very easy to make, very cheap. Um, I know those things in the store are very, uh, very cheap. Like when you're buying them, you don't think it's that much. Um, but to make it at home is even pennies compared to that. Like so, so, so cheap. Um, lotions. I've learned how to make own lotions, like facial lotions, hand lotions, body lotions, um, cleaning products, like I mentioned, um, sauces. So I think making your own sauces for things really is a game changer when it comes to whole food cooking or home cooking rather, I should say. Um, cause okay, let's say you want to make a healthy meal and you have some meat and some potatoes and you have some vegetables and you want to, you know, you roast them but sometimes everything just needs a little bit of sauce. You know what I mean, right? Just like that sauce that just makes it, oh, so good. Um, so learning how to make your own sauces or like salad dressings, huge, huge, huge win in, um, and game changer for cooking at home and having really good food. Um, yogurt is another thing that I learned how to make again, pennies to the dollar compared to buying it at the store, especially nowadays. Um, iced coffee. Um, if you're a big coffee fan, oh my goodness, you already know how much it costs to 
buy coffee at a store or a place like Starbucks or, you know, wherever. So learning how to make a really good iced coffee at home is key or coffee in general, I should say. Um, cosmetics. I've learned how to make cosmetics like uh, dry shampoo, um, facial serums, you know, for like um, glow serums, I think they're called. Really easy to make. If you have a few essential oils and um, a carrier oil like um, jojoba, I think it's how you pronounce that, jojoba oil. Um, but other, you know, you can use other things too, like avocado oils or coconut oils, um, different things like that. Another one that's a huge money saver is bone broth. Um, bone broth is so expensive in the store, but you can make it for pretty much free. Like it's so close to free, uh, at home. So making bone broth is another big thing. Meals, again, just making as many meals as you can is another way to save money, which it shouldn't be a surprise, but when you really think about how much it costs to buy something at a restaurant, uh, it does make that, it just does save you that much more money when you can figure out how to make good food at home. And let me tell you, I am a big foodie. I love going out to eat. We still go out to eat, so don't get me wrong. It's not like we never do. You guys have heard me talk about getting Papa Murphy's pizza and... I've got my favorite restaurants in town and up in the city. So don't hear me say we never go out to eat, but I, there was this one moment I had uh, last year or the year before where I was, um, making something and I just, or no, this is what it was. Okay. So we had gone out somewhere and it was, it was fine food, but it wasn't good. And I realized I had just had this thought like, Oh, I could have made this better at home. And I was like, Whoa, Whoa, that's crazy. Like I, I love going out to eat and I, I love going out to eat for the experience and the atmosphere, but it just occurred to me, like, I actually like the food that I make at home. And so if that's you, if you love, just love, you know, restaurant food, let that be a goal for you then to figure out how to make something that you love better at home than going out to eat. It'll save you lots of money. Um, and then cleaning products. That was my last thing. So that, those are the 10 things that I, uh, um, I make to save money. Um, I wrote a blog blog post about this and have a YouTube channel, which has some videos linked, um, or the blog post has some video videos linked in there about, um, from my, from my YouTube channel. Sorry, I'm tripping over my words. Blah. Anyway, as I said, what started as a desire to save money became a way of life that I can't imagine, uh, doing any, any different now. And you never know what's going to come your way. You never know what hardship or economy or illness could come your way. And so you never know that when the skill of bread making or knowing how to make cheap cleaning products will come in so handy because the world or your world has turned upside down. Um, and so I think it's so worth taking the time to learn how to do some things. Um, and maybe you have your own skills that you are realizing, man, I, I should really know how to do this. Like, uh, keep a finance, your, keep your finances well, keep a budget, keep, um, records of all the important financial things. Maybe that's an area that you, you know, struggle with and it would just be such a good skill to inhabit really to learn how to do. Um, maybe it's yard work or maybe it's projects around the house. Like you don't know, don't know how to do a thing around your own home. 
And so, and you're having to rely on other people to do that or hire someone to do that. And that costs money. Um, so there is another area where you could, you know, if this whole food and other things like that, Oh, I'm so sorry. Aren't, um, aren't of interest to you. There's always something that you can learn and teach yourself to, um, so yeah, to be more uh, self-sufficient, be more reliable or independent of um, the outside world. And I don't want to, I don't want you to imagine, you know, just living in a living in a hole in the ground and becoming a doomsday prepper and never wanting to rely on anybody else for anything. That's not what I'm saying. But um, learning how to do those skills, being a jack of all trades, can really come in handy when it comes to saving money and. Um, yeah, just being prepared for whatever your whatever uh, comes your way in your life. Now, because I am someone who is also seeking to put my trust in the Lord above all things, but above all else, I want to cling to Him more than I want to cling to my skills in homemaking or bread making. And I want to help you do the same. So I wanted to mention, I wanted to mention these things that I'm talking about in no way replace the security that we have in Christ. Here are some of my verses that I cling to uh, for hope. This is Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They, ne- they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, how they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is today alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not also, uh, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith, therefore do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall, shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious about itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Hmm. I love that. I have a, a story about this verse. Um, I think I might save it for another podcast episode because uh, it's just that good. But it this is a verse I go back to so often, or these the verses, there's multiple there. Um, just that God knows, what does it say there? Um, uh, where is it? Oh, your heavenly father knows that you need them all, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So God knows what we need. God knows what we need and we can trust in him. Um, Habakkuk 3.17 Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the field yields no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength, he makes my feet like the deer's, makes, he makes me tread on the high places. 
Oh, I love that. So like I mentioned, we have chickens. And as I was looking at my three dozen eggs on the counter, I was so grateful. I was like, oh, see, yeah, we got, we got chickens. We're good. But this verse brought me back to, brought me back to, down to reality too. I could see even in those little things like, oh, I know how to do this. I know how to, how to do that. I, you know, whatever it is, we can kind of become prideful and think that we, we got it together. We know what we're doing. Or we, we don't need anybody else, but uh, this verse here says, if all that is gone, if there's no flock, uh, if the flock be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls. So if our chickens were gone, all of a sudden somebody came and ate all of our chickens. Um, my strength is in the Lord. My trust is in the Lord. My hope is in him. My joy is in the God of my salvation. God alone, not my circumstances, not my abilities, my skills to homestead or whatever. Um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven classic. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And John sixteen thirty three. In this world you will have tri- uh, tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Mm, that's so good. So, uh, let me leave you with those verses as we close. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening to this. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this topic. I feel like this is a little scattered today. Um, I, I do, I love talking about these kinds of things. And so if you're, you are interested in this kind of stuff as well, please do let me know. I might shoot off a little thing on Instagram uh, in the next day or two referencing back to this podcast. And if you like talking about these kinds of things too, please let me know and I can share more. Um, but yeah, I just had that realization today that, um, some of these skills are just so good to have in your back pocket for whatever life throws at you. Even if, even if it's just making bread and learning how to make all purpose cleaners like that, that's huge guys. That's just huge. So Happy bread making, maybe, maybe I got some of you interested in bread making and happy making some cleaning products. Again, super easy. You can read about it on my blog. Um, and happy trusting in the Lord. If you like those verses, please go and read them again and again and again and again. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great night. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For daily interactions and more inspiration, find me on the socials at HarborHome32 or my blog, HarborHome32.com. Talk with you next time. Bye.